foods. They say, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lose weight. They don't realize that then they have to eat healthy. What are some barriers? But when you put it on paper, hey, these are the possible barriers. What can I do to overcome them before the barriers even pop up? Hey, family, I'm Leon Guidry. Welcome to the Brother Be Well podcast. Our conversations focus on mental health and wellness. Our intent is to provide a safe space for boys and men of color to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. Listen up, y'all. Hello. Welcome to Brother Be Well. I'm your host, Justin Martinez, and this is the BBW Youth Chat Series. I'm super stoked to talk about how we're going to become our own visionary today. Helping me out during this discussion is Associate Marriage and Family Therapist from HearYou.org, Malik Sampson. We also have Brother Be Well Clinical Advisor and Marriage Family Therapist, Christian Jacobs. We also have our youth guests in attendance, Diego Martinez and Richard Toledo. How's it going, gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Going good. Right on. I'm glad to have you all. It's uh, always a pleasure to sit and chat with you guys. Um, These discussions are are always great. So let's jump right into it. Become your own visionary. Um, I took a walk this morning. And like I said, I wasn't really feeling as motivated as I usually am on Mondays. Um, So I took a seat and I was sitting at the beach. I started breathing and practicing my breath in and out, in and out. And I started to think about the topic of envisioning who I want to be in the future, what that man looks like uh, physically, you know, his physique, what kind of career that man has, what he dresses like, what he acts like, how he treats other people and the things that he would manifest in his life. In the future, you know, I'm thinking 10, 20 years down the road. And it made me think that maybe I did envision where I am in my life and where I am in my life currently. You know, so I just wanted to open up the discussion with you guys on. Have you ever envisioned anything in your life? Have you ever manifested it through your own vision or thoughts? I mean, uh, yeah, when I was younger, uh, so I've always been like into shoes and clothes and, but you know, like that stuff's like expensive, right? Like that's an expensive hobby and interest to have. So I started finding ways to make money and, you know, eventually I got like, you know, a little collection going and, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, dang, I'm never going to be able to afford, you know, those Jordans and stuff. But like, I know it sounds like silly, but to me at that time, it was like important that I could work to get something that I wanted and I made it happen, you know? Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, you know, I've always thought about who I want to be in the future, even since I was a little kid. I'm, um, I've always been a planner. I've always been thinking about where I'm going to be or where I want to be five years, 10 years um, from now. And, you know, um, those things that I have uh, planned out for myself um, so far, I'm on the right track, you know, in terms of going to college and, and getting an education and, and pursuing the career that I want to um, pursue. Uh, um, 
abiding by those rules, those social rules of, you know, being respectful to others um, uh, and, you know, just overall being a man. And again, that comes uh, being a man for me. It's like having respect, um, Mm -hmm. being educated, treating um, other people the way you want to be treated, um, honesty, integrity. And so I always think about those things um, every single time that I just sit um, or I'm alone. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. I've always heard that uh, the definition of a man is responsibility. You know, so a lot of those things that you mentioned, Richard, fall under being responsible for respecting people, for treating others with respect and for cultivating whatever it is that we want in our lives. Um, yeah. What else does that mean uh, for, for you, Christian and Malik? Uh, what uh, is a visionary? So when I say visionary, um, for me, when I think about visionary, I think of the, the way I wanted to see the way that I see myself in this stuff currently. And one thing of one personal visionary um, that I have for myself was manifesting my career in a way that I can work at a position. I work at a job where most of the time it doesn't feel like work. And that was something that was very slick when I look at my visionary and that, and that also has evolved over time as, cause right now I was fortunate enough to where I was able to manifest myself into my dream position of working in private practice therapy and working with individual clients. But as I grow, I see that my vision evolves and I figure and I figure out other ways to implement that that vision. Right. So to be more specific, when I think of the fact that now I'm finally working in the field that I love and I express my myself through my job, I'm now looking at other ways I can do so other mm-hmm. than just talk therapy. And what other ways can I implement this natural ability um, into this natural like ability that I have for therapy, but also what else can I do that in a way where work doesn't feel like work beyond what it's doing now? I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Christian, go ahead. Yeah. Well, first I must say, I wish I was as focused and ambitious as everyone else. Um, first starting off, um, I, you know, I was all over the place, you know, um, initially trying to find my career and my desire and what I want to do, you know, um, just really early in my career. Um, I went from being, you know, working in security, you know, to um, being a teacher, you know, working in, in the classroom and felt that wasn't a fit to, you know, working, you know, um, in politics and, you know, trying to get into that field. And that wasn't a good feel you know, to now being a therapist, you know, it's really finding my, finding my calling. So, you know, I, I take my hat off to you all that have a vision early and have a, a goal and a, and a dream early and sticking to that because um, a small percentage of people really um, do the job that they dream and make them happy. A majority of people in the workforce are working a job that they can't stand and don't like. So um, that's really good to hear that you guys, you know, um, I have a, a vision and you're sticking to that vision. Um, people go through college, you know, um, four years through college and end up going into a field that they didn't even go to school for and they wasted a hundred thousand dollars on. So, you know, as first I just want to say hats off to you guys for, you know, having that, that vision and that, and that dream. Um, I think for me, it's really uh, about um, experimenting um, and what my, what my vision, uh, since I didn't have that, 
you know, that I want to be this when I first, you know, um, in my career, uh, really experimenting and, and knowing that everything um, doesn't have to have a paycheck attached to it. Meaning that sometimes you have to volunteer. Sometimes you have to try jobs that don't pay and, you know, that don't have any money attached to it. And that's really how I uh, found a vision for me. Um, just really experimenting, you know, um, trying different jobs and internships and, you know, putting myself out there, you know, saying, hey, do you have, you know, 10 hours a week that I can work at your job and learn more? And and the thing about it is when when you put that on a resume, they don't ask you, well, sometimes they do, but nine times out of 10, they don't say, did you get paid for it? They want to know if you got the experience out of it. Right. So you can go uh, work for a law firm office and, and and volunteer. You can put that on your resume. So that was really my goal and my vision is really putting myself out there and, you know, kind of um, experimenting with, with the world and the workforce and what my vision was and what I want to do in life. Right. Right. No. And it's something that I've practiced in my life too. Christian is just like not ever saying no to opportunities, putting myself out there. Yeah. I'll try that. You know, if I have the time, sure. I'll try that. Yeah. I'll take, you know, this, this internship and, uh, I'll jump on these youth chats and I'll, and I'll try to host, you know, because speaking has been a part of my life since I was in elementary school, you know? So I think it's followed me and it has become a part of my vision that I do want to inspire people. I do want to speak to people and, you know, tell my story and help others. So in a way I did envision those types of things to which, what led me right here into this very moment. Right. But let's dive into that a little bit more. How can we cultivate and imagine a life that we want? Like, how do we go about doing that? Christian said that he tried a few different things, you know, and then that led him to his calling. Malik mentioned his, but like, but how do we do that? You know, how do we go about cultivating and imagining a life that we want? Um. I think I would say the first step would be would be as simple as learning what you love and learning the things that you like and love and exploring and and like we were saying, trying new experiences, but also being feeling during these experiences, right? So if you're if you're trying something new for the first time and you may you may be with friends, you might like it and you may like this thing because that's what it seems like everyone else is doing right if i sit and i notice and i pay attention to my own emotions now i can kind of pick up for myself well i'm having this experience i'm enjoying this experience this is something that i like to do i want to do more of this i want to learn more of this this is something i want a part of my life and so mm-hmm. i think if you take a lot of all life experiences you notice the emotions like this is something that i enjoy doing or is this something that i don't enjoy doing and you you get to that point, you it's the it's the starting point of making becoming your own visionary and figuring out life the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but that first step is learning learning what you love, learning what you like, noticing the emotion that you feel when you're doing things and you're trying things, and use that to help you figure out what 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 the other things that you like the other things that you enjoy when you have that emotion i felt good at this job and i want to do this but you are at this restaurant and that you have a similar um emotion that you felt at this other place so you look at this you look at this like this emotion this emotion that i'm feeling positive and this emotion i'm feeling here is positive these are things that i want to keep in my life these positive experiences 
So I think that's the first, that's a good start to that. Love it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with, with Christian and Malik, totally. Um, you know, you just have to um, explore um, in uh, different things, different jobs, different friends, um, different sports, just everything different as, you know, as we're growing from, from a child to an adult, we're always um, trying to learn different things. We're always curious about about stuff. We're always asking, but why this, but why that, but to our parents. And that's how we should be as adults. And until, until death, always, you know, asking questions, how do you do this? How do you do that? To learn, to expand your, your mind. And, um, as far as, you know, getting to know different people, there might be some people who introduce you to something that you didn't even know about, and you might enjoy it. And that might probably be your career. That might probably be your hobby. And you never knew that that was going to happen. But because you met this person, now now you're doing that um, mm-hmm. thing. And, and things, I feel like um, a, a vision comes from, from something simple such as, you know, um, riding your bike on, uh, to the park or, or to, the, to the beach or somewhere because when you do things, at least for me, when I do things on my own, you know, exercise or something, my mind is always processing. I'm always thinking like, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to, you know, uh, do? How am I going to make more money? Let's just say I'm always thinking about, you know, just how am I going to be better? And so when you take those, um, uh, I guess, uh, personal trips, you know, um, yeah. yeah you know, it, 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 your brain just works on, on what you're interested in. Right. And that's what Malik and Christian said, you know, when, once you realize your interest, uh, you find a way to, um, con- to, to uh, grow that interest and, and pursue that interest in whatever it is, whether it's careers or sports or whatever. Right. Right. So learn what you love and network because people present opportunities. Got it. Got it. Another tip. What are your thoughts, Diego? Uh, Malik said that it's important to understand what you like and what you love, but I think it's as important to, to like know the difference between something you like and something you love, you know, like Mm. sure you can like doing this, but do you really want to be doing that for the rest of your life? You know? Right. And that's not to say that at some point you can't have a a career change or, you know, that your life takes you on a different path, but you know, you, you don't want to spend a lot of time doing something that you may not end up falling in love with. And, uh, to piggyback also what uh, Richard said about um, taking those personal trips and having those moments of clarity and, you know, having those, those times of where you're trying to evolve. I think that's also important too, because without that, you know, time for reflection and introspection, you know, you can't really, I, I don't think that you're, you, I think there it's necessary in the process of making your visions a reality. I think that's very important. Love that. Love that. What do you guys think about journaling and writing your your vision down? What do you think about meditation and manifesting the person that we see in the future? You know, because like Diego said, do you love what you do? Or are you going to want to do this for the rest of your life? So you kind of have to envision the older you, the old man you, you know, and what that what that man's going to say at the end of the road when he's done and he put all his work in, 
did I love what I did? I love what I did for work. You know, that example. What do you guys feel about journaling and writing those thoughts and goals down and how that connects with being your own visionary? You know, um, I'm, I'm a believer of um, positive manifestation and positive affirmations, um, positive self-talk. Um, I believe those um, the words that you go out of your mouth go back into your ears, meaning that um, you can the things that you say, um, you're, you're subconsciously um, um, hear those things and they manifest inside your mind, positive or negative. So negative self-talk. Um, can lead down a path of believing negative about yourself and positive self-talk can lead you down a path of um, inspiring you and um, developing more confidence. So um, I believe that uh, writing things down and manifest manifesting it verbally and written um, are, are two good ways to really um, memorialize your ideas and your thoughts, meaning you have it on paper. And when you feel those negative thoughts or those, those doubts, or you, you take a, a college class, you feel difficult, you can go back to that paper and say, hey, this was my goal. This is my vision. Right. And, and, you, and you post it, you make it simple and plain, you know. Um, and also another thing to do, um, uh, Justin, you're asking, how do you manifest these things? How do you bring these things to fruition and to, to the present? Another thing is, you know, really being easy on yourself and setting small, short-term goals. You know, um, you want to really be solution focused. So you're looking at short term goals. So you can look at a, a, um, a anything from one a one month time period to maybe a one week time period. It doesn't have to be I'm going to you know, my goal is to graduate college in four years. There's a lot of steps in between that four years that you have to hit. Right. And you can become really discouraged if you don't have those short term goals to celebrate over. So, mm-hmm. for example, you can have. um uh, yeah, a long-term goal, graduating four years, but short-term can be, I'm going to um, study, you know, three times a week so I can pass this uh, midterm in a month. Right. And then you pass it. That's a celebration. And then you keep setting those short-term goals. And before you know it, you know, you've reached your long-term goal. So I am a believer in those manifestations written and verbally. Love it. Love it. Start small. Start small. With positive uh, self-talk in the mirror, writing your goals down. Uh, what else? Are we missing anything else as far as uh, how to manifest it literally with, with journaling or writing I mean, it down? I think, I think journaling is also a great idea. Um, it could also be funny um, once you, you know, pass a certain age that you list, hey, in five years, I'm going to I'm going to be a doctor or something. And then we're already at six years. You open up your journal. It's like, oh, okay, I should have been a doctor. But that <laughs> helps you realize it's like, okay, I should have been this at, or um, I wanted to be this, but I changed, you know, paths. Mm-hmm. So let me uh, motivate myself to pursue um, this this second or plan B um, choice. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of funny looking back at your journal and it's like, oh, OK, I supposedly was going to be this by this time. And I'm not. And that's I feel like that's part of the journaling process, because, again, like you, you see what what you you could have been or what you thought you should have been it's like a, it's like a and, transformation right and so um a, another thing um about what christian said about uh putting your short-term goals and your uh long-term goals i think another um great um 
idea to add into those is um, when you're when you're constructing your short term goals, it's good to add uh, possible barriers that um, you might face and possible actions to overcome those barriers. Um, you know, that's both for short term and long term goal, because the thing that many people do after New Year's is they say, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lose weight. That's mm-hmm. their goal. That's their, you know, but it's not, they don't realize that, you know, they're going to go to the gym, but then they have to eat healthy. What are some barriers? Well, we, I have to eat healthy now. I have to go to the gym three times a week. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, we don't realize those things, but when you put it on paper, Hey, these are the possible barriers. What can I do to overcome them? And you, you put that, you, you journal that before, the barriers even pop up, it's, you know, you anticipate and you can detour those barriers rather than hitting the wall. And it's like, eh, it's getting too difficult. I quit. Right. Right. No, they did one of those studies at uh, Harvard where the students actually wrote down their short-term goals. And then when they wrote them down, they were more likely to achieve those goals just by writing them down. So start small with your goals, be realistic and then achieve them as we move forward into the future. I love it. I love it. Um, what about meditation and manifestation? Malik, go ahead. I feel like you had something to say. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, sorry. I was I was going to add on to what, just a little bit what we were talking about when it comes down to the the write the writing down and the journaling. Another thing when it comes to and we. Um, Richard had said about plan, if plan A doesn't work out, then, you know, looking back and looking at plan B. But one of the tips um, that I have for that is sometimes having a plan A, B, C, D, E is okay, right? So a lot of times when you look at plan A and you don't get plan A, there's this disappointment that comes with not getting plan A. But if you have multiple plans and you can rank these plans in an order of like life satisfaction, right? If my, like at one point in time, I had a plan A in grad school, straight out of undergrad and and go to this school in California and make it sure it happened. However, that was my number one plan. And if that, if I got that, then I was going to be the happiest person. But however, I had a plan B that also brought me joy that I didn't work out. This plan B is going to also bring me some joy to my life. And it might not be exactly what I wanted, but it's still bringing me joy. And then I have a plan C that's like, okay, I can deal with this. This wasn't be the worst thing for me. And I would still be happy. It's not as happy. But this plan C can also be a a plan to get me to to plan B that might get get me to plan A. That makes sense. So it's having these different plans so that even if you don't end up doing exactly what you want to do right away, that can lead you to get you to that point um, Mm -hmm. and get you to that point to get you to that point of where you are getting you're at plan a now but you're not disappointed that you weren't at plan a 10 years ago because plan c was actually okay for you and plan b was for you and now you can try out plan a when the time is right and when you're ready and prepared i see have like a map have a map of how you're gonna get to your vision i like that i Mm -hmm. like that 
This has been the Brother Be Well podcast. I'm Leon Guidry. Shout out to our sponsors, Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter-approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. And don't forget our goals to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Brother Be Well or email info at brotherbewell.com. Click the subscribe button right now and plan to join us next time. Until then, be well, brothers. Be well, brothers.